Hey, this is Chicken. Thanks for listening to Moto X Pod. This is Alex Martin, and you're listening to the Moto X Pod Show. up episode 103 back again with another great episode lots of great guests tonight we've got mr bob lowry fly racing got the one and only gringo you guys all know gringo and hep motorsports alex ray uh, just three guests tonight we're going to try to do a little little bit of a quicker show tonight but uh it's always it's brought to you by our title sponsor torque one torque one racing uh is providing high-quality, economical performance parts. Check out TorqueOneRacing.com for grips, pegs, handlebars, shifters, brake pedals, and more. Johnny and Torque One Racing has a passion for their racing industry. So follow them, support them. Go to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. They've got all the, the usual accounts. And, of course, we're also brought to you by Shock Socks, MX Girl Designs, All Sport Dynamics, Wrist Braces, Mad Jack Synthetics and Amsoil, Fly Racing, and Power Band Racing. WPS suspension authorized dealer or authorized uh, services. So uh, I'm in the studio by myself tonight. No co-host. Things kind of didn't work out. Um, wasn't able to. Had a couple couple guys that were going to come in and last minute couldn't make it. So it'll be a real, kind of a short intro here. Um, let's talk about the giveaways. Last week we talked about doing the Amsoil four stroke oil giveaway and the the chain loop on for our patreon listeners so we've got a bunch of entries we've got one more week on that if you're a patreon uh supporter you have a chance to win your amsoil of uh, amsoil four stroke kit from dane evans and Am, uh, mad jack synthetics just send us a message on patreon tell us why you like the show and you'll be entered uh so we also have a giveaway from power band racing like i said they are the a wp authorized service center and they want to do a free suspension reval for anybody that listens with WP suspension. So if you don't have WP, you're out of luck on this one. But what it, it includes both forks and shock revalve. It does not include fluids, wear parts, or springs. And you'll have to pay to ship it, but they'll do the service for free. Um, if you're interested, you want to win a free suspension revalve, hit us up at motoxpodshow.com go to the contact form and just let us know you're listening and that you're you want to be entered and you'll be in we also have our we're up for our fly giveaway this this month and this month we are going to give away a set of youth kinetic gear so as listeners if a lot of you have kids that ride uh, if they're 85 65 or 50 cc riders send me uh, on instagram tag us a picture of your kid riding and we will pick a winner in the next two weeks for the Fly Kinetic Youth Gear. It's pretty rad. We haven't done anything for the youth yet. So, um, yeah, I want to do that as a giveaway. 
And the helmet that Kirk Hunter at Extreme Colors is painting will be done shortly. Um, so what I want you guys to do, we're going to do probably two or three weeks on this as a contest. Instagram, tag the show, Moto X Pod Show, and tag three of your friends. Uh, hashtag helmet giveaway. And we'll pick a winner, man. Just post a picture of you guys riding, you and your buddies, uh, you know, kind of hanging out the track. You know, we all like how the sport's a family. So I want to see your, you and your buddies riding together. Something along those lines. Just hit us up. And we'll announce it some more in the next couple weeks. But, um, yeah, so tonight, like I said, it's Bob Lowry with uh, Fly Racing. He's the national sales manager. Our buddy Gringo is going to come on, talk a little bit of 2019, some MX of Nations. He says he has some opinions on that that he wants to talk about. And I want to talk to him about riding this 2018 Honda, his CRF450 that he bought recently. And then Alex Ray, man, you guys, uh, Hep Motorsports, X-Brand Goggles, He's going to come on talk to us about riding the Suzuki and what he expects for himself out of 2019. Um, really, that's about it. So it's a quick intro. We'll get to it here shortly. All right, we're back with our first guest of the night. He is brought to you by one of our favorite sponsors, Fly Racing, and he is the national sales manager for Fly Racing, Mr. Bob Lowry. How you doing tonight, Bob? Good, Dark Side. How's it going out there? It's going good. It's a little cold here in East Texas. Uh, I think you're in Florida right now, right? I am. I am. I, uh, you know, I've been uh, going around the country. Like when I saw you guys in Texas, yeah, it got uh, it got cold. So uh, I, as you know, Bradshaw was all pissed. He blamed that on me, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so I came to Florida to work this week. Uh, so I've been telling him, hey man, I'm working on my tan lines. What are you doing? Right? Yeah, he did not like the cold. That I, that was humorous. <laughs> he doesn't. So. Well, Bob, you uh, you've been in the industry quite a while, even before you went to work for Fly Racing. Tell me how you got your start in the moto industry. Um, you know, like uh, first of all, yeah, I'm I'm an old guy. You know, I was just <laughs> uh, traveling with a rep and going in dealers. I'm like. God, I got underwear older than a lot of these guys now. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, you know, all I ever wanted to do was ride motorcycles. Uh, I would ride my bicycle down to the motorcycle shop and then throw me out. And I'd That's come nice. back the next day and they'd throw me out. And they're finally, if, you know, hey, kid, if you're going to be around here, you got to do something. Um, so I started working in a shop. Um uh, then uh, ended up at a company called Motorcycle Stuff, which was based in the Midwest. And from there, uh, in the mid-90s, I went to uh, Scott USA, Scott Goggles. Well, that's um, cool. I mean, that was like that kind of the heyday of Scott Goggles, it seems like. Yeah, it was, it was super, super fun back then. Um, you know, business was good. Uh, we, had, uh, we had crazy good product. Uh, you know, working with uh, Scott Watanabe, who ran the Moto Show, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, Bevo, and then uh, you know all the riders, all the riders I got to work with. It was uh, you know I, I was like this kid. You know, I'd read about him in magazines. I'm like, hey, I I get to meet this guy. I get right. to talk to this guy on the phone. I get to, yeah, it was it was just way cool. Oh yeah, I know that feeling because I mean I'm 43 years old. And I still feel that way every time I talk to. You know, whether it be Blake Baggett or Damon Bradshaw, I'm like, holy crap, how did this happen? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, like I said, this is, this is all I ever wanted to do. Uh, and it's, um, 
just crazy, crazy fortunate uh, to be able to be in, you know, kind of playing my whole life. Right, right. Well, as far as riding goes, you know, you race, I'm sure. I, I've seen actually some GoPro footage of you riding. Uh, and <laughs> I, I was curious, like, at what level did you race at at your peak? Um, you know, I, I, as everybody, I, I wanted to be that pro guy. Um, and I, I tried some nationals back in the day. Uh, and trust me, it was a couple days back. And I'm like, you know, I'm not good enough for this. Okay. Um, so I was, um, I was just a local pro level guy and, you know, hitting some money races and, sure. uh, sleeping, sleeping in vans. And, um, <laughs> uh, I mean, back then just really living the dream. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, that privateer life. And that was, you know, the young kids today don't know that life for too many of them. You know, they, they see the the 18 wheelers and the, the, you know, they hear about the flying to races, man, back in the day, everybody pretty much was box vanned up and the, the privateers, like you say, were sleeping in their vans and that's, you know, hardcore. No, I, I, uh, took many showers, baths, uh, <laughs> out of milk jugs. Uh, right. <laughs> we didn't, we didn't have power washers. We didn't have water tanks in our vans. Um, we would, uh, pull up to a gas gas station and fill up with gas and fill up milk jugs with water <laughs> yeah I've, I've been there that's yeah people like i said the, the kids don't know that life anymore they're all riding in motorhomes going to the to freestone or minios or whatever yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah well, well then yeah. how did you but get yeah, in with was, oh go ahead go ahead oh no it was just i mean it, it's all i ever wanted to do um i love this industry i i love the people yeah, I I feel the same way. Once I once I got into moto, that's all I could think about, and yeah, life kind of revolves around moto. So, how did you get involved with fly racing? Um, well, like I said, I uh, I worked for Scott Goggles. Uh, I, I went out to Idaho in the in the mid nineties, and Western Power Sports, uh, who uh, you know owned Fly Racing, and Fly Racing was born. The Fly Products were born was born at Western Power Sports. Their offices were only two hours away from the Scott offices. Okay. Um, so a lot of those guys over there, they became my riding, riding buddies. Uh, I'd go over there and, you know, do some racing on the weekends, or we'd go try trail riding on the weekends, and I really got to know those guys. Uh, as the brand grew and grew, I, we just kind of watched it. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and I, I mean, I just, I would ride the stuff and it would fall apart as we were riding. Uh, it was horrible. It was horrible gear. Um, and then it got a little better and then it got a little better. And, uh, so I watched the thing grow and grow and as things changed at Scott and I was there for 16 years and I'm like, you know, uh, change of pace, uh, Western power sports wanted to grow the fly brand and we'd been talking about it for honestly a couple of years, and I'm like, you know, this this is where I want to end up. And we have, uh, and we still live by this. We have a very simple goal: is we want to build real gear for real riders. Uh, we're we're not a marketing company. Right. We are we're, we're riders. We're racers. Uh, if I can't put this on my kid or on my buddies and go riding for the weekend and be proud of it, then mm-hmm. we're not going to produce it. Right. Well, and, and I love, and I told Max this a couple of weeks ago that it's that the products you sell that I can order from flyracing.com are the same products 
that Weston's wearing, that Blake's wearing, that Benny Bloss is wearing, Zach Osborne's wearing. You know, there's nothing that they don't have custom helmets. They don't have custom boots. They're, they're, or some of those guys, most of them were in Alpine Stars, or whatever. But they, their gear is yeah, yeah. off the shelf, basically. And and I like that. I, you know, I'm getting what they're getting. It's it's a proven and trusted product, and it lasts. And it's become, in my opinion, one of the two or three elite brands. Yeah, and uh, and that's just it. Um, you know, most people remember the, when Trey Kennard got his head landed on, <laughs> um, you know, and crunched him and crunched his back. Yeah, uh, that helmet that helmet comes off ourselves. Yep. Um, we actually still have that helmet. It's funny, I was talking to a dealer about that today. And the indent in that helmet is like the, it's the frame uh, <laughs> of the guy that landed on him. And it's it's crazy. Yeah. Um, the technology has come a long way, you know, with the MIPS and the F2. And, and I know there's new technology that that's being worked on daily, but you guys spent years getting that helmet to where it is now and making sure that it's, you know, the, the top of the line safety. Yeah. Um, it, it really is. We, we take our jobs very seriously. Um, I have consumers, you know, call in a lot, you know, it's like, okay, what, what do you really wear? I'm mm-hmm. like, I wear an F2. It's like, okay, what do you have kids? Yeah, I have kids. What, what's your kid wear? My kid wears an F2. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there really is, you know, I, like I, I have an F2 and I have an Arai um, that I had before. And those, like, I feel like those helmets are equal as far as safety goes and comfort. Um, I have not got the ch- chance to wear the 2009 or eight. Yeah, the, the new the new F2, I guess, would be considered 19 with the, yeah, the revamped design. I haven't got the chance to wear that yet. And I'm one of those guys that felt like the mouthpiece was a little close and I know that's been fixed with a little bit of movement. I've heard JT talk about it on Pulp numerous times, and that that's going to be my next purchase. It's definitely a new F two. Yeah, we were uh, we were able to change the front of that a little bit, um, and then uh, that helmet is now DOT and ECE rated. Right. Uh, we went we went away from the Snell rating, um, depending on who you talk to. Uh, is Snell safer uh, for a dirt bike helmet, or is ECE safer? It's, you know, a hit's a hit. Sure. Um, you need to have a good helmet on your head no matter what the rating is. Um, but with the ECE, uh, we were able to make, uh, this may sound crazy, but actually a little softer shell. Uh, we feel that absorbs more energy on uh, the initial impact. Uh and then at the same time, we did some other changes to the helmet, and the the, the size large is actually right at three pounds now. So we uh, we actually lost some weight. Right, yeah, that's what I, we were talking about with Max. Like you guys made it safer, you know, and you made it lighter, and you made it cheaper. You know, the price came down yeah. this year, which typically yeah. it it would have raised up a little bit. So yeah, I, I really truly believe fly racing is in it for the customer and, and, you know, the, the love of the sport. And that's one of the things that drew me to fly racing to begin with. Yeah. Um, probably the, the main things with, with helmets, um, is it's a safety product. It's mm-hmm. a personal product. Uh, to me, no different than boots. Uh, if it fits, it fits, uh, no matter what brand it is. Um, and, and that's what's more, most important to us. If, 
If a fly helmet fits you the best, buy the fly helmet. If a rye helmet fits you the best, buy the rye helmet. Right. Yeah, so with your job title as national sales manager, um, what is your day-to-day, you know, what is your, what is your, are your, the requirements of your job? What do you, who do you deal with? You're in Florida right now. Um, I know you do events like the Fly Fun Day at Cycle Ranch a few weeks ago. Yeah, I think JT works under you. So, like, what do, what do you have to do day-to-day for Fly? Uh, my main responsibility is I, I get to work around 7 o'clock uh, and uh, is to torture JT as much as possible <laughs> before breakfast. Okay. And <laughs> <laughs> I like that so far. So... Um, I, you know, my title is, is national sales manager. Uh, you know, we all have titles because we all have business cards, and and honestly, I I think that's all a bunch of crap. Um, but uh, we're we're a big company now. We do what's needed. We're involved in with the design guys. Mm-hmm. We're involved uh, with the testing. We're we all ride and we ride and ride and ride. Uh, we're involved with the racers, especially JT is. Um, the other guy I work with is Cole Seaborg. Yep. Uh, Cole was, you know, a racer back in, in the, that's the same time JT was. Sure. Um, actually, to hear those guys talk about battles, especially in Europe, it's like, oh, remember we did this, and my bike was that, and, my, and remember how, those guys are crazy how they remember stuff. Remember how sticky the dirt was that day? Or oh, yeah, yeah. Crap the track was. I sat there, I'm like, this is really cool, but now we got to do some work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'd be nice to be a fly on the wall for some of those conversations for sure. Yeah. Um, but, but we're all involved in many, many levels, uh, of the, the product design, development, production, uh, along with the testing. Um, because again, we, we all ride motorcycles and we want to, we want to build the, we want to build a product that we would wear ourselves. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, and fly for those that are listening that don't maybe know, uh, you should know cause as much as I talk about it, but if you don't know, fly racing also makes mountain bike, uh, gear and products, snow gear, water gear for, you know, watercraft and street gear. Uh, I mean, it's not just moto. That's kind of what we focus on here, but man, fly racing, like I said, has just become, they've really stepped up their game in the last 10 years for sure. Yeah. The, the um, you know, the products keep, uh, keep expanding we see we see uh needs for different products and and we go after those needs um we we try to you know we we look at different things like like for us right now in the northwest um the snow bike thing is starting to blow up um you can't really ride moto gear on them uh because it's not warm enough right uh the snowmobile gear uh is too big and bulky and flappy and the main thing is you always milk the pants on the pipe okay um so so now we're developing uh some snow bike pants um uh because i i actually have a couple buddies they got the system figured out they'll buy a uh a new 450 in the spring uh they ride that all through the summer it starts snowing like like now we're we were snow skiing this weekend um, they'll, uh, they'll put the kit on the bike, the track kit, they'll ride it all winter. And then, uh, they take the track kit off, put it back to a motorcycle, trade it in and go get a new bike for spring. 
Nice. I have never snow skied or snow. I've never done really anything in the snow other than kind of walk through it. (laughs) (laughs) You're in Texas. Yeah, well, I mean, I've lived all, I've lived in Northern California where we got some snow, but I've just never had the chance to snowboard or any of that stuff. I was too young, so yeah, yeah. I I would love to try to one of those snowcross bikes. That those things look so sick. Yeah, um, and like everything with technology, man, the track kits are getting so good. The suspension is getting so good. Uh, they're really getting them dialed. That's cool. Yeah, I see that stuff, and I'm just blown away what they can do, and and kind of jealous. I I know I, I heard like Kiefer and I think Cade Clay. No, and Kiefer and some other guys had talked about the snowcross bike, getting to go ride those things, and and do some of that stuff. And it just it sounds like it just sounds like a blast. I know they they handle very differently, but I think it would be a lot of fun. I, I wish we could get some snow down here like that. <laughs> Yeah, but you know there are uh, they're pretty easy flights from uh, from Texas to Boise, Idaho. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, well, I might have to get up there. I'm actually going to try to, uh, you know, I do some stuff for X Brand, which you know you saw that at Cycle Ranch, and I'm hoping that I can come out at the next, you know, next time Rich comes up there, I'd like to get, try to go up there with him and check out the facility and and see what it's all about because I hear really cool things. Yeah, uh, you know, and, and Rich and his dad Hook. Uh, on the X-Brand goggles, holy cow, they, they've created uh, a, an awesome product. Uh, I'm extremely picky on my goggles. Right. Um, and But those guys have put together a great program and a great product. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I've been, you know, I, I've said it so many times on here, people are sick of hearing it, but I've been wearing them for a long time, and a lot of it is for the same reason I like Fly, is the way Rich and Hook, their customer service, and the way they're very involved with their their customers and friendly. And that means a lot to me, and that's a big part of what, at at 43 years old, you know, I don't care if it's the the coolest thing or whatever. I care if it's functional, and I care if the the company cares about their product. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, and and Rich and Hook, uh, come on, when it's all said and done, they're motorcycle guys. Absolutely. So, um, you know, a big step for Fly Racing in 2019. We're about a month away from Supercross, and you guys are the co- like one of the co-sponsors this year. You've been a co-sponsor of the Outdoor Nationals. What does that mean to you and for the company? It means a whole bunch of new work. <laughs> That's what Max said. <laughs> yeah. Poor Max. Poor Max, he really don't have any hair anyway. Right. Uh, but he absolutely will have no hair after this deal. <laughs> um, it, but it was an opportunity that we felt uh, we were ready for. Um, like I said, we're in the beginning. We're not a marketing company. Right. But people, we need to, you know, uncover the secret some more that, you know, we're, we're kind of the real deal now. Um, and uh, we, we have great products. Uh, we're starting to expand, as, as you pointed out. Uh, and we're proud of our brand. We're pr- proud of, of really what we've built. Um, and, you know, when this opportunity came to us, uh, trust me, it, it was a lot, a lot of meetings and a lot of sleepless nights. It's yeah. like, holy cow, did we do this? Can we handle this? Um, and finally our owner, Craig Shoemaker, who is not as scared to, 
to jump in the deep end. He's like, you know what? If we're going to keep going, let's go big. He goes, let's do this. And we're like, all right, boss, we're behind you. <laughs> I love it. So um, last week, our three new rigs pulled into the parking lot. Um, we got one four that will be uh, uh, hospitality, mm-hmm. and then the other the other two will be in the activation area, the the supercross party area, right? Um, that will set up and and uh, man. Uh, so, you know, the guys, uh, the guys are, are working on the things right now in the, par- in the parking lot of Western Power Sports <laughs> and, and next week when I get back, it's, it's, you know, all hands on deck. We gotta, we gotta get this thing done and, and, uh, get the drivers on the road and send them to A1. Yeah. I look forward to seeing that at A1. I'll be, I'll be there and, um, man, I can't wait. I'm, I'm very excited that fly is part of Supercross officially in that, that capacity. Like you said, I know it's a lot more work for you guys, but as a fan and, um, you know, a user of the product, I love to see it more and more prominent. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, like I said, we're, we're really proud of the brand and, uh, it's time to take that next step. Uh, and we're all excited. We're, I mean, trust me, we're, there's nobody in our building that's not scared to death on this thing. <laughs> I can um, see that. But, you know, but it's time to, uh, to drop the gate and go. Love it. Well, what is your five-year plan and what, what is Fly Racing's five-year plan? Is there, is there anything like goal-wise that you guys have already, you've thought about and discussed? Um, obviously there's, there's always, uh, you know, the sales goals and, and financials and blah, blah, blah. Um, but we want to continue, uh, and never forget where we came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, just I just just like at Cycle Ranch, uh, we love doing stuff like that. Um, we're not we're not just all about oh we got to go to Supercross and all oh, we got to do the outdoors. Um, I just left a place uh, outside of Gainesville uh, called uh, Waldo Waldo uh, Cycle Park mm-hmm. in Waldo, Florida. And uh, we're putting together, we want to put together something uh, end of April, uh, 1st of March, to do a ride day down there um, before bike week. And, you know, people going through, they have probably, I don't know, a dozen to 15 campers down there now, people from the north that just moved south for the winter. Um, we love doing more and more things like that. And that's, we, we want to really stay involved in that stuff and, and grow that program, you know, as much as growing Supercross. Yeah, definitely. That, I think that's probably uh, a very smart business plan because, like, without the, the local riders and the amateurs, you know, you could put all the gear, all the money and all the time you want into the, the pro-level riders like Weston and Blake. But if guys like me aren't buying your product, then – it's not the the company's not going to go anywhere. So yeah, I think that's that's awesome. Like I had a blast at Cycle Ranch. Everybody that was there had a blast. And your your reps work so hard. They're so great. Craig Martin, Scott Foster, Todd Trujillo, and I know Chris Cooksey pretty well. I mean, those guys are just yeah. on it all the time. Yeah, um, you know, uh, I I hear it. You know, from people outside looking in, it's like, oh man, I want a rep job. Oh man, I want a rep job. God, that'd be so cool to be a rep. I look at these reps now, um, 
it's like if I had to work that hard, it'd kill me. <laughs> yeah, they they work um, hard. There's yeah, it's not just hanging out. I mean, they're 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 running the roads and pushing product and you know dealing with uh, customers constantly. So yeah, yeah, it, it's a twenty four seven deal. Um, you know, the other thing we're gonna we absolutely want to continue our flybuck program across the country. Um, I think by far we are the largest supporter of amateur racing across the country. Yep. Um, and and again, that's our roots. That's what we do. Yeah, it's uh, is that Mike Williamson that does that? Is that his, I believe his name? Yeah, Mike. Uh, Mike's actually on his way back from the Phoenix Open, uh, okay. AZ Open, I think it's called. Um, and he's uh, <laughs> yesterday I talked to him and. He, he, uh, he just finished a tour at the Hoover Dam. He goes, Bob, I couldn't resist it. I had to stop. I'm like, they let that, that big freaking rig across there? He goes, hey, it's an RV. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. all right. Yeah, I we talked to him, or I I emailed with him about a year or so ago. He he do, gave some fly bucks to a series that I was helping promote and sponsor. So, yeah, that, that, that program is amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it, it's really strong, and, and again, as far as our five-year goals, we want to continue that, and we want to we want to grow amateur racing, not just Supercross. Right. Yeah, that's that's where it's at. That's the future. I mean, the kids, you know, even just for again, fly racing being a family type co- uh, company, the amateur scene is a family. It's all a family, you know, whether it be you and your kids or just you and your buddies. It's the whole scene is a family. And I think what fly being fly being involved with the amateur scene is again very. It's just awesome. It's it, the co- I love the company. I do, I brag on you guys so much, and I know everybody gets annoyed with me, but it's just I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I, again, I go back to you know we're motorcycle people. Yeah. Um, and I always tell people, you know, I ain't smart enough to do nothing else. So <laughs> I, I, I better, I better, you know. Hang in there in the motorcycle industry. Well, I guess my last question for you then is, um, you know, what what is your favorite product? Do you have a single favorite product that you that Fly makes? Wow. <laughs> um, you know, I have to say it's um, our Evolution gear. Okay. Um, as I've gotten more and more out of racing and more into uh to to trail riding you know we'll we'll go out and and especially in the springtime you know we'll we'll clear trails from you know nine in the morning till five at night and and work with the forest service um and our evolution gear you know and this is going to sound like a sales pitch but the stuff is second to none Mm -hmm. uh and to be be a part of that development over these years and and what it's come to now uh i'm personally very very proud of that and um yeah so i I would think if i had to to pick one thing it'd be the evolution gear awesome yeah i love that stuff i just got a new set of it a couple months ago so yeah the the new design i love the way it looks the way you know the way it fits over my knee braces it's it's great gear i mean i'm personally i like the light hydrogen the best but I love the Evo stuff, and I've got Kinetic, so it's all great. But I I can see why you would pick it. 
Yeah, and guys like like JT and Cole and, and Damon and you know and Andrew Shorty. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I did a I did a dealer thing with Shorty uh, last year, two years ago in uh, in Denver at uh, Fame Hour Cycle. And uh, I'm I'm talking about the evolution and evolution. <laughs> and Shorty's like, "Hey, old guy, get out of the way. Nobody wants to know about that. Here's the line hydrogen. This is the race stuff. This is the cool stuff." Right. I'm like. I'm like, hey, you little snot nose, move over. This is, you know, I'm showing the evolution. And, uh, but, but Shorty was heavily involved with the light hydrogen, as well as JT and Cole and Trey Kennard. And that stuff is racer gear. Definitely. Um, and, you know, I'm not that racer anymore. <laughs> um, uh, I like uh, pulling the evolution out of, out of my gear bag and not worry that my beer gut kind of hangs out <laughs> here you go <laughs> so, love it yeah the, the the light hydrogen it's like nah i gotta be in too good a shape for that <laughs> right well we are uh a jt emailed me a little while ago and we are giving away a set of youth kinetic uh tonight so i've already oh, cool. s- said earlier in the show how the guys can enter to win that so there's awesome great really great youth gear also in some of the lines and before I let you go, I just want to give a shout out to anybody that's listening. You know, we Weston, uh, I believe, is back home. If I'm not mistaken, they've already landed. So really, oh nice, really. I knew they were traveling back, but I wasn't sure when. Yeah, well, Kelly he, uh, texted me a little while ago and said she was happy to be back, but I don't know if that means they're back or they're almost back. But yeah, I yeah. think so. He seems like he uh, he's doing pretty good. These last few days have been really well, and we're we're so happy that he's back, coming back, and you know. Kind of get back to being himself. Yeah, um, it was really cool because just coincidentally, I would always run into to Kelly and Weston in airports after the races, and so I actually got to to talk with them and know them a little better. And it was always in in airports. Yeah, um, super super guy. Uh, Kelly is is incredibly supportive, and uh, you know. Weston's just a badass dude. Yes, he is. Um, not only physically, but mentally, and, and his personality. He is he is one awesome guy. Agreed. And, you know, it's I, any of our guys get hurt, it, it's gut-wrenching. Um, but I'm just I'm really glad that he's healing up. It was pretty scary. You know, that happened the Sunday. For us, Sunday morning at Cycle Ranch, we kind of heard about it, and it, it was it was pretty scary. You know, we not really knowing what happened and how how he was going to be, but he he seems like he's recovering and he's starting to look like himself again. And I'm just glad to have him back, and I'm sure that he'll make some appearances at some Supercrosses and be busting people's balls because that's what he's good at. Yeah, yeah. And you know what's crazy is that you knew about that before I did. And you remember you walked up to me and go, Hey Bob, how's Wes? And I'm like, uh, I don't know what's up. Yeah. That was actually my buddy, um, Michael, that he, cause he, he had saw it. Oh, on, that was Michael. Yeah. yeah. Michael Gage had seen it and he didn't even tell me, like I heard about it while he was telling you, but yeah, I immediately texted Kelly and she was on her way to the airport. And yeah, I just, I'm glad that he's, he's going to make a, a full recovery. Yeah. Yeah. We've been, uh, Especially Max. Max has really been keeping tabs on him, yeah, uh, day by day, and uh, it, you know, it's just, you know, it's just what we do. Definitely, absolutely. Like I said, it's a family to me. It's all a family, and I just, uh, and when anybody gets hurt, it's it sucks. But 
Well, Bob, man, I thank you for uh, coming on for a little bit tonight and giving us some of your time. It's really great. It was great meeting you at Cycle Ranch, and um, look forward yeah. to talking to you again soon. Yeah, uh, thanks. I'm always around. You got my number. Well, yeah. Well, I'll, I'm sure I'll be using it then. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right, Bob. Have a good night. Thanks, man. Yeah, thank you. Good All night. right. All right. Bye. Bob Lowry with Fly Racing. Uh, like I said, we will be giving away a set of Fly Kinetic Youth gear. Um, you know, show me, send me a picture on Instagram. Tag us, us and Fly Racing with your kids riding. We'll pick a winner in the next couple weeks, and I'll, I'll remind you guys on Instagram soon, but we're going to be taking a commercial break and be back here in a little bit with Gringo. Hey, Kylie. Does your husband have to deal with leaking shafts? No way, Kathy. He uses Shock Socks, the original and number one 10-second removable fork sill protector. Looks like the best way to keep grit and grime out of your fork sills. So, if you don't want the headache and expense of constantly replacing fork seals, get Shock Socks. Go to ShockSocks.com and visit them on Facebook to pick your color. And don't forget, they are available for street bikes too. Darkside here. Are you guys in the market for a set of new custom graphics? Are you tired of the same old basic layouts the big box companies offer? Well, if so, then you need to check out MX Girl Designs. From custom graphic kits, stickers, reproductions, and even vintage, MX Girl does it all. Call or text Char at 936-828-1472 or email Char, C-H-A-R, at mxgirl.com, and that's mxgirl, G-U-R-L, and tell her Moto X-Pod sent you. Madjack Synthetics is an independent dealer of Amsoil Synthetic Oils. Amsoil has been around for 45 years and was the first company to bring synthetics to the general public in 1972. Since then, Amsoil has led the way in application-specific oils and fluids designed solely for your cars, trucks, motorcycles, boats, and more. We understand what your needs are when it comes to protecting your investments, whether it be your motorcycles or the vehicle you use to transport your motorcycles. Dane Evans and Mad Jack Synthetics is nationwide with customers and warehouses all across the USA and Canada. By joining the Preferred Customer Program, anybody can buy Anzoil products factory direct at wholesale pricing. Want to stock it at your shop or use it on your fleet of vehicles for your business? Would you like to become an Anzoil dealer and have a tax write-off for your trips to the track or trail and start selling Anzoil to your friends and fellow racers? With Anzoil, you get free shipping on orders over $100, even when you are a wholesale customer. Contact Dane Evans to find out how it all works. We at Mad Jack Synthetics are riders and racers just like the guys at the Moto X Pod Show. We know what you need to keep you in the game week in and week out. Amazon Incorporated is a sponsor of many of your favorite series, Snowcross, ATV MX, Daytona Bike Week, the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally, GNCC, King of the Hammers, Hot August Nights Car Show, and Motorcycle Mechanics Institute. Contact Dane and tell him the Moto X Pod Show sent you. Let him help you save money on your maintenance using Amsoil. Contact Dane at 805-531-9551 or toll free at 855-623-5225 or at madjackdiesel.shopamsoil.com. Like us and contact us on Facebook at Dane Amsoil Guy, on Twitter at Dane underscore Evans 393, and on Instagram at Dane underscore Amsoil Guy.
What's up, Moto X Pod listeners? This is Darkside, and as motocross racers, one of our top priorities is safety. That's why Allsport Dynamics wrist braces are one of my favorite products. Allsport Dynamics sees themselves as the Picasso of safety braces. Their passion for design and developing beautiful braces never stops. They've had the privilege to work with some of the largest names in the sports industry and have established a reputation for always bringing innovation to the table with every brace. For the pro chasing the championship or the six-year-old whose mom wants to avoid a broken bone, please try Allsport Dynamic Wrist Braces. Go to motocrosswristbrace.com or check out Instagram at wristbraceguy or call 936-569-1003 and ask for Jeff Brewer or Gary White. And keep in mind, these are the wrist braces that Justin Bogle, Joey Savacci, Weston Pike, Adam Cianciarello, Matt Gerke, and Brock Tickle wear in their pro careers. Check them out, All Sports Dynamic Braces. Since 1998, Fly Racing has been focused on developing the best gear possible. With research and development, they have become a leader in safety and comfort. Fly Racing is worn by many of the top athletes in motocross and supercross, including Weston Pike, Blake Baggett, Zach Osborne, Andrew Short, Damon Bradshaw, and Adam and Tyler Antonap. Seven two Trey, I wear Fly, wear Fly Q. 2019 Fly Racing line includes the popular Light Hydrogen, the new Evolution DST line, the all-new women's light line, a redesigned F2 helmet, the FR5 boot, and Zone and Zone Pro goggles. Fly Racing also has hard parts for mountain bike products and snow gear. Go to flyracing.com or check out your local dealer for more info. All right, we are back, and our next guest really needs no introduction whatsoever. As soon as you hear his voice, you're going to know who he is. He is brought to you by All Sport Dynamic Wrist Braces. All Sport Dynamic Wrist Braces are the helmets for your wrists. Guys, if you don't want to pay hospital bills for breaking your wrist, you got to get a set of All Sport Dynamics. Direct message me on Instagram, and I'll hook you up. I'll get you some details. Or go to wrist brace, uh, or motocrosswristbrace.com. Anyway, our next guest is on the line. I'm not even going to introduce him. What's up, caller? What's going on, brother? What's How up? How you doing, Doc, sir? I'm doing good, man. I am so excited to talk to the one and only gringo. I love it. <laughs> love it, man. Holy. So, I hate you, man. So yeah, you man, you're trucking down the road. Work's going good. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know that whole deal, labor issues, blah sure. blah blah. A lot of stress there, but I'm happy to be back working. There's a lot going on, bro. I whole understand. World's upside down. Man, well, I hate to hear that, but I've seen on your Instagram you posted some pictures of you riding. So at least you're getting a little uh, moto time at here getting and there. A little, getting a little. That's a whole nother story. There, I was going through a little slump. You yeah. know, so. With, uh, you know, had a little crash, I don't know, like two months ago, bike landed on top of me, that whole deal, can't breathe, blah, 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 lungs are hurting. Oh, wow. So I had, uh, I'm battling, uh, like, uh, one of the dudes I met at the track, one of the pulp listeners. Yeah. Um, came down from Illinois and, uh, wanted to hook up. Well, we hooked up down here, went riding and, uh, you know, I was talking to him, I'm, jumps that i usually do no problem and i got like a fear going on you know what i mean so he was telling me you got to get rid of these demons so that's where we're at you know getting a little bit better a little bit better but well yeah man conquer the fear i understand hey yeah you gotta sometimes man those things get in your head you know you and i we're, we're getting a little older you know you, you gotta think about things oh, yeah. sometimes so oh yeah yeah no doubt about it. i think too much that's my problem right that's right my problem. well tell me how you like that uh it's an 18 honda that you bought right 
1850, yeah, yeah, uh, Honda CRF 450, man, I'll tell you what, man, that thing's an animal, bro. Yeah? Uh, I, I mean, I, I love it, but I, I also fear it. You know, I'm, a, I'm very respectful of it, because uh, I was riding a 250F for a long time, and I could, I could throw that thing around, ring it out, have a lot of fun with it, uh, but this one here, bro, uh, you know, you really got to respect it. You got to, you got to ride it. I'm, you know, for me anyway, I'm a smaller guy, so I'm more like an Alex Martin type of guy, yeah. smaller guy, and uh, and I got to, uh, I got to ride it more gentle. You can't beat it. You know what I mean? You got to pet it and talk <laughs> sweet to it. And, you know what I'm saying? Oh you yeah, be gentle. Yeah. Otherwise, it will throw you on your ass so fast it ain't even funny. It's like a crazy woman, right? You got to respect her and show her love. No, or, I'm or Sure. And the throttle is so sensitive on it too. You know, like I didn't know. You know, you how you got those uh, elect the electronic map settings and everything. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I thought I was in the normal one, and uh, this thing was on high performance mode or whatever it is, bro. And I'm sitting there wheeling through the air over jumps <laughs> and all kinds of stuff, bro. Scared out of my mind. Right. My, my, my son's like, man, you had this thing on. You gotta, you gotta change. So my son helped me out and put it on the. Uh, the regular setting right and uh that 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 was a whole different world you know still throw you on your ass but actually i enjoy the learning process hell yeah you yeah know what I, mean? I i mean I, I hope someday that you and i can get together and we can do some riding man well you know now that you say that if you hear this beeping sound you got to forgive me my, no my my the people i work for feel the need to put in all kind of electronic monitors in my truck and all kinds of crap yeah so whenever anybody cuts me off it starts beeping and all kinds of stuff so that's what that is sorry about that no no worries but man. uh my dad's a but truck speaking driver of going yep going riding with you yeah and i didn't know your dad was a frogger too man that's cool as hell bro yeah yeah i was that, listening to one of your podcasts you know yeah that must have been the one with diana probably because we were talking about her husband but yeah he he uh he was a seal when i was young training at coronado and then he did a bunch of other stuff so he didn't just stay with the seals but he did go through hell week which is amazing to me yeah, no, you got to be a badass, bro. That's For sure. Much respect. That For was sure. cool as hell to hear. So tell me about well, me. Uh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go, we're going. You were saying about hooking up with you. It's not. It's it. I haven't forgotten about that. On. It's uh, just a lot of. You know, I had a lot of like uh, this week. I have uh, my son went in for surgery Monday for a spinal surgery, and uh, you know it was one of those deals where we got to remove this thing from your spine or you're going to end up paralyzed. Oh wow! And there's a risk. Yeah, and then there's a risk of when we take this thing out that you're going to end up a quadriplegic. And uh, that's what's been going on this week. He went in Monday. Thank God, when he it's done now, he's in ICU. But uh, you know, thank God he's moving around. You know, he can move his legs and stuff like yeah. that. So, but the, the pain is brutal. You know, I, ah. I went in there last night when I got back from uh, South Carolina. Shot in there, check up on him. My wife's been staying there with him. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, but oh, dude, I lost my mom, my uh, dad this year. I got the mom with dementia. I got my wife with a brain tumor that they, she had to go for that surgery. I mean, you want to talk about Damn, getting dude. kicked in the balls. I feel like America's Got Talent, that guy that kept on getting kicked in the nuts one <laughs> after the other. Dude. You know what I mean? I did, had no idea you had so much going on. I know you said you had a lot going on, but wow, dude. Yeah, you know. yeah. And then the labor bull crap with the job, man. Yeah. I mean, Christ. And well, then I got a dude who almost dropped a deuce in the back <laughs> of the truck that I told you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You want to 
Jesus Christ. Wow, man. Yeah, you, you need you definitely need some time off and spend with your family and then get moto, some, get I some, need moto you need time. some moto, moto time, time for sure. So yeah, dude. Well, Supercross is almost here. Uh, hopefully, that'll get you kind of uh, back in some good spirits. You know, I mean. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, no, no. I'm, I'm, dude. I need it. But, but, but before I forget, you mentioned about hooking up. Yeah. I am. It's in my mind. Okay. It's just that with everything, you know, I get. I, it's. I, I bought a truck. I don't know if you saw that. So finally, I, I picked. I bought a pickup truck that way I don't have to be hooking up a trailer to the Jeep and all that crap, and I can roll the. The next goal is to get me one of them toy mover things, you know? Right, yeah, yeah. So, so you know, eventually down the road, once I get all set up, I'm going to do a trip over there, you know what I'm saying? And we're, we're going to hook up. I just, I'm one of those dudes that just does, you know, on the fly. It'll be like <laughs> one of those things where, yo, I'm over here, man, I'm on my, you know what I'm saying? I'll meet you at the track or whatever right. the case may be. I love it, man. That's fine. Whenever you're ready, we'll make it happen. Well, yeah, just don't beat up on me, bro. Don't yeah, beat up on shoot. me, you know what I mean? Absolutely not, dude. Absolutely not. I'll be, shoot, I'm slow, man. I'll I'll just, we'll have a good time, and we'll just talk about some Pulp MX and some some uh, Zach Osborne and what's going on in Supi and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, but I'm excited about Supercross, man. I'm I'm excited. Def- uh, but, what you are know, ex- well, anyway. What are your expectations, expectations for 19? Yeah. Uh, I gotta tell you, bro, I want to see, uh, I got a feeling, I don't know, I got that little tickle in my testicles, man, I think I'm getting a feeling like Jack Osborne's gonna, gonna surprise some people, bro, I really do, man, I think this kid's gonna come out and he's gonna, he's gonna shock some people, that's what I believe, bro. Yeah, I, you know, I mentioned that, that I kind of mentioned that I had a feeling he would do really well and, you know, a few months ago, but especially after everything I'm hearing about these overseas races and the, the things that Steve's saying about him. Yeah, he he may really he may be a big surprise, and I sure hope he is a player. Oh yeah, yeah, he's very very mature, you know, mm-hmm. um, type of guy. You know, he he wants to. You could see, you know, when he when he talks, he's very mature for his age, and and not only that, but he you could see he's very disciplined. You know, like he's focused. He knows what he wants to do. There ain't no big fancy talk, you know, and stuff like that. He's just. He has a love, you know, for conquering these goals. You could tell, you could feel it when I, you know, when I watch him ride and stuff like that. Especially after what happened to him last season, there with his arm and everything. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him as he gets to know that bike. The more he rides it, you better watch out because it's going to get stronger and stronger and stronger. You know uh, what I mean? It's oh, going to yeah. be good. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I, I, I really feel you're right. He's he's smart. He's been in the business for a long time. And I mean, you and know, he knows how to regulate himself too. Yeah. You know, like for example, me- remember when that thing happened way back there with him and Faulkner? You know, they got cross jumped or whatever, and all that. He don't get caught up in the hype. He just moves on. Let's go to the next one. We're gonna get this. It's like a job. It's like a dude that does his job and does his job well. He can't wait to go to work and and kick ass. It's you know the he, the way he looks at it. It's very mature. So that's why I think he's going to be very successful. And he, and he knows how to regulate himself. He knows when to push hard, and he knows when to back off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's yeah. Very mature in that way. No, you're you're right. That's uh, you're that's observant. What do you think about the other two uh, rookies, AP and um, Savachi? Uh, I I like them all. Uh, I like Savachi. I think he's got a little bit of a raw deal the way people, you know, treat him or, you know, the way they, 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 the outlook they have on him. Um, 
I think Savachi's got the talent, um, but it's going to, you know, he's it's got to be consistent. That's one thing that's lacking is consistency. Yes. He's got the talent, and he's got the speed, but there's something, I can't put my finger on it, but there's something missing almost like uh, that, that, not that he can't be aggressive, but there's something missing where he, he's not, he doesn't have that adrenaline going every week. I don't know what you call it, but something's missing there. If he could tap into that that power and keep that power going from weekend to weekend, even if he does go down, keep that a little bit more mm-hmm. aggressiveness or I don't know what you want to call it, but something's missing. Now, that was on the 250s. I'm writing that all off. I'm giving him a fresh start for the 450s. Okay. From what we saw at Monster Cup, Obviously, he's good on that freaking machine. Yeah, so, what a surprise, he's right? He's going to be good. He's going to be good. I don't know if he's going to be as consistent as Osborne, uh, but but uh, he's going to be good. And Cooper Webb, I'm looking forward to seeing Cooper Webb with his new start and over there at the Baker's Factory and all of that. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing he, you know, if he gels better on his KTM than he did on the... Uh, on the YZ. I mean, let's, yeah. let's see. I'm hoping. I want to see him do well. I want to see him do well. I know he wants to do well. I want to see him do well. And Plessinger, Plessinger, he is such a nice guy. You can see on the interviews and you enjoy. I enjoy watching him. He's such a happy-go-lucky guy. I want to see him succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know this. this I don't know. I, I don't know. I think it's going to take a little bit of, he needs a little bit of a learning curve on that. I, I haven't really seen him much. Right, right. It's the problem. Sure, yeah, and, and we haven't we haven't seen him in the off season any at any of these overseas races. So, I mean, he and, could. And, and, and one thing that worries me, dark side, is that I noticed. I know people have said this before, but I noticed sometimes. I notice he seems like he's a little bit huffing and puffing. Okay. And uh, and I'm gonna I'm not gonna blame. It could be that they're just interviewing these guys too fast as soon as they get off the track and they're trying to catch their breath type of thing. But he seems like, you know, uh, sometimes a little depleted. You're so right. I don't right. know. You know what I'm saying, bro? I mean, I only take it from myself when I get off. I you know when I quit smoking. And I try to start taking care of myself. I saw a big difference. And I, when I see him, sometimes he looks a little depleted. So sure. I think if he steps up the strength training and the endurance, what do I know? I'm just looking. <laughs> I mean, I'm just gringo, bro. What do I, I don't know. Not, you know what I mean? But I'm just guessing. We're yeah. talking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what you're seeing. And, you know, and we got to take into account that these guys, these, these quote-unquote rookies, have not run a full, you know, full season. They've run, you know, West Coast or East Coast, so that's a big difference, and and they're riding a heavier bike, a more powerful bike. So yeah, that's a that's a big being in shape, you know, being at that elite fitness is a huge factor. Absolutely, they're all fast. They all could ride four fifties, but who can ride that four fifty for the amount of time that they got to ride it? Whether it's one moto, two motos, in the heat or at night yep. uh, on a supercross track, who can do that? for all those races, all those rounds for the whole season. That's what it's going to come down to who's the, it's really going to come down to who's the strongest on that 450. Yeah. And the most agile. Right. And they all, they all got good things and bad things about them. I've heard some people make comments about Osborne, the way he rides the bike. He's, he's back on a bike and all that. I don't know about all that. Uh, that guy's determined to, he enjoys the challenge. Is what it seems like to me. I like I I, I, I just smell confidence coming off of him. I, I totally agree. Totally agree. 
Well, so with, give me your top two guys that you think have the, the absolute best chance of winning the championship. Hell, <clears throat> yeah, man, that is uh, it's very hard. But I know everyone; it's easy to go with the top guys, you know, Tomac, mm-hmm. uh, Anderson, you know, things like that. It's real easy. Uh, I'm gonna have to. Well, obviously, the rookies, it's a learning season for them. Agreed. Uh, Agreed. But I'm, Tomac, obviously, he's got this. He's he, he's good. But once again, you saw all these weird things that happened to him in the Supercross season. Mm-hmm. He's got the speed. He's got the, the the strength to throw that bike around. It's just these stupid little things that happen, whether it's bike malfunctions or, uh, you know, weird crashes. I... I <laughs> I don't want to be like everybody else and say, you know, Tomac's going to win it, you know, and, or, you know, but he can do it. I mean, it's, uh, you want to, you want a top three. That's a very, very hard thing to do. Uh, like that. It's okay. If Tomac, if Tomac could keep it off the ground, I could see him winning this thing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, obviously, uh, Jason Anderson, he's a wild child. When that dude's on, he's on. But he's got to be. Uh, he's got to. He's got to regulate that to do that through the whole damn season. It ain't going to be no joke because whenever no. they let their guard down on the left, they're going to have something on the right. There's too many good guys. Going. It, it, it's really pot luck. Yeah. Anything could go down here. It's very hard to predict. Yeah, I don't think it's going to. I don't. I don't feel like Jason got lucky last year. I think he earned his championship. No, he did not. He he earned his yeah, championship, but I think it's going to be a little more difficult this year. I'd like to believe that. I don't want to see. You know, Eli and Marvin having, or whoever the, you know, Barsha. I don't want to see any of these guys having like injuries or stupid things happen the first couple rounds that kind of set the tone for the whole series. I hope that everybody can stay healthy and consistent. We can have a hell of a battle every week. Yeah. I mean, Marvin, you know, Marvin's any day, any any race, he could turn around and win that thing. Uh, But, you know, from what I understand, he's healing up from an injury there. Yeah. I don't know how bad it really is because nobody's really honest all the time with that stuff. You know, you don't want to let your enemies know, you know, what your weak points are. <clears throat> but, uh, you know, uh, I like, I, I love that guy too. Such a nice guy, you know, good personality, gentle soul, but he's yep. an animal on a machine, you know? So, I mean, he's got an opportunity there. Uh, you got rocks and too, who I love to, I love his energy. Yeah. Kenny's great. And, uh, if he can get that, if he could force that that arm and get that thing stronger, you know, obviously we heard uh, JT talking about how it'll never be the same, but there's ways to improvise and work around these things. If he could find that niche where he could overcompensate for any weak spot or any damage that or lack of mobility that he has in a particular part of that arm or wrist or whatever the case may be, he's a contender. I mean, he's a contender. Definitely. And, yeah. But yeah, I think you got to get him pissed off. <laughs> I think the more he gets pissed, the better he'll ride. That, yeah, you know what? You're right about that. Yeah, we've, we see he gets more aggressive and takes, you know, he'll throw it in there, which is kind of how he got hurt the last time. But but well, I like seeing that Kenny. I like seeing that guy that's, you know, fired up and he'll talk about it on the podium. I, I love that Kenny. Yeah, and he's got style, bro. He's yep. got style, bro. When you see him coming up in these – 
suits that he wears <laughs> exactly. and the fancy hat, car, whatever it was, Acura and all. I love that. <clears throat> you know, it gets everybody pumped up. Everyone wants to know, what do we need in this sport? You need a storyline. You need a bad guy. You need a good guy. You need a nut job or uh, the party animal in the middle. All these different per- personalities in the mix, and it creates favorites and and people cling on to this stuff. You need he's got a real good personality. You know what I mean for that stuff. We need more more of that intensity. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Oh and yeah, I, yeah, he's yeah. A contender. Yeah. All right. Uh, but so- uh, Tomac, Tomac, bro, I think he's he he's got a good chance to win this championship i mean he's really got a good opportunity it's between him to me if you want me to be honest with you uh it's between him and, and anderson yeah i agree between I think, him and anderson i think those are the two guys that i would i would give if i had to bet on either one on anybody it'd be one of those two so and i think it's going to be eli i really think he's going to hold it together this year but i thought that last year so <laughs> yeah like, the like guy's a, he's monster strong yeah I mean, you've seen him at the outdoors bro and some of these when he was pounding these wolf sections, man, outdoors, man. I mean, I'm like, how the hell does somebody go that speed, smash into these these wolf, you know, out sections in a turn, and just keep that thing pinned all the way through that section? It's like it's amazing. It almost seemed to me like he broke Marvin a couple of times. Like Marvin's like, forget it, I can't. <laughs> I can't no do way. that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's definitely times when I felt that way that Marvin just he is not going to go to that that level he's just not he's not going to take it there he can't or either he can or he won't but yeah marvin's or uh eli's a beast when he is on oh my god he's a beast he's impressive definitely hey so i want to ask you about uh pulp nation a little bit man you're you're definitely a listener favorite people love you you've had a chance to meet pulp fans when you're out and about what's that like man what's that mean you know what's it like i know you're a very humble guy man so when people you know, love gringo. What's that like for you? For me, bro, it's, it's not even about, you know, like to me, it's like, uh, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm part of the, the fans, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm a fan just like, they. I'm just a regular dude, just like everybody else. And I feel like a camaraderie, you know, like I'm, you know, I got like, they're a bunch of friends type of thing. You know what I mean? Like these are my riding buddies, even yeah. if I'm meeting them for the first time. And I can't believe I'm really, it blows my mind how far a reach this thing has because I've met quite a few people out of nowhere. I had a little kid come up to me a couple of weeks ago at the track on a 60 that was kicking my ass out on the track <laughs> and, uh, you know, looking at me and we're riding out there together. And I was like, man, look at this kid go. And, you know, he gets off the track. He, I look to my left. He's standing next to me looking up at me. He's like, hey, are you gringo? And I was like, oh, it just blew my mind. You know, That's I was awesome. like, dude, that is so cool, you know? Yeah. And, uh, no, man, and, I, and like I said, I got people hitting me up, uh, you know, to go ride. And I got one dude hooking, he wants to go January, go ride up here in South Carolina somewhere. I got, that dude came down from Illinois. People, and then one of the tracks I went to, uh, Bostwick Motocross out there in northern Florida, Palatka is the name of the town, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, real good people there. Well, I go in there, roll into the track. I go to pay, and I just, you know, I'm like, how much is it? Blah, blah, blah. And the guy's like, hey, are you gringo? <laughs> I'm like, and my wife's like, she bows her head. She's like, oh, my God, don't do this. That's what you my fiancé does, like, too. Yeah, she gets embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm yeah. like, holy crap. You yeah. know, I got one of those voices. You either hate me. <laughs> Well, you're okay with it. You know what I mean? Uh, I think most I mean, I people love you, man. 
Yeah. Yeah, I was born like that. You right. Know what I mean? So what are you going to do? Yeah. Well, hey, okay, so my last topic for you, this is what one that you brought up in our text, is uh, your thoughts on MX of Nations and the future of our team. Our- uh, I got a problem. I, I got a problem. It's bothering me. You know, I called up Steve and I left the voicemail because, uh, you know, I like hurlings. The mm-hmm. guy's a monster. He's an animal. You got to respect. I love all these guys. I don't have no, you know, animosity towards them. I love watching them ride, and I really respect what these guys do. It's all, it's unreal, especially when you see them in person with the crap that they're doing. You oh, know, yeah. you're like, how the hell do they do that? Yeah. But anyway, I heard him on an interview on somewhere on YouTube or something like that, and he was saying, you know, you know, basically, maybe don't take, you know, Basically, like the way I told you was, you know, hey, we kicked America's ass and we did it in America, basically. Yeah. That's what he was saying. Sure. And that that bothers me, bro. You yeah. know, uh, it really does. It bothers me. And then and I got a problem. Not, I'm not angry at Hurlings. He's right. It's, I'm not going to deny it. He did. They they went out there, these guys, France and all these dudes, they, 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 they kicked our ass. And uh, there's no excuse. So God bless them. You know, they did a good job. I respect that. But I'm not happy with that, to leave it alone. You know, like I heard them talking on a Pope MX show the other day there that, uh, you know, wow, you know, wherever, what is it? Where are we going next year? Ashton? Ashton. 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 That's yep. the name. Yeah, we're going, we're going there next year and we're already doomed. No, bullshit. I don't accept that. That's not the mentality that we need to have. And I blame, I blame the people who are training these guys, whether it's their riding coaches or whoever it is that's responsible and the, and the, and the powers that be that control this whole thing, you know, to, whether it's promoters or track or I don't know who these people are. You know, sure. I'm just a truck driver, bro, that rides on a weekend. But I blame, I think everybody's responsible to, to direct these guys and show them and guide them on, oh, look, this is where you're good, but this is where you're bad. There's no, I want to see us dominate in Supercross, and I want to see us dominate outdoors. That's the core of the sport. That's the, that's, that's, that's the core, bro. You can't build up this thing over here and not build up this. You got, you, then your flank is weak. You, you, yeah. you gotta, <laughs> there's something missing here, bro. Right, right. You see what I'm saying? I don't accept it. It bothers me. And whether you gotta, Dump some money, and I was like, I, I told, I left a message on his voice, but I said, you know, whether you got to put money on the side or under the table to give some incentive to motivate these guys to do, you know, to go there and win, or you got to take some time. Like, basically, if you got to show up at Cairoli's house <laughs> or Herling's house and knock on their door with your gear bag in your hand and say, yo, I'm here, bro. I want to ride with you. Yeah, you're the best. You're the, you know, you're the world champion. I want to ride with you. I want to know what you're, you know, you don't, you go there and you ride, you see what they're doing. You see how many times the guy takes a leak a day, how many times he <laughs> takes a crap. What is he eating? Yeah. How many miles is he running? How many, how many days is he riding that road bike? How many, how many laps is he putting in? What kind of terrain are these guys riding? What are they doing? They, they, I just don't, I don't believe we should just settle and let this thing go. Supercross is awesome. Yeah. I love Supercross. But it ain't the only thing. Well, yeah, you know what I mean, it's its own discipline. Yeah, and I see where you're coming from because you have guys. You know, the mentality that you're speaking of is very different than the mentality of last year. Eli Tomac didn't even go; he just didn't. You know, right. yeah, you know, he chose not to go. 
Uh, that's a big, de- you know, and I mean, Eli has that right. But yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. It's frustrating because, you know, Americans, we have big egos and we want to be the best and we have the ability to be the best, but it takes a little we more, eff- a little more effort than what we're putting in, you know, and I kind of like Steve's idea where he talked about, you know, hey, these guys need to go over there two or three weeks beforehand and ride, ride every day over there, get acclimated to the time zone, get acclimated to the tracks, get acclimated to the food. I mean, I don't disagree with that. And I don't want to be selfish and say, you know, I know it's a lot easier said than done. I know I'm not knocking these guys. I'm actually, I'm, I'm worried about our guys because I don't care what anybody says deep down inside. Nobody can tell me that losing the way we did at Red Bull at Redbud, that that's not demoralizing, and that in deep down inside, whether what you want to block it out or not, that that doesn't affect somebody's confidence sure. and their doubt. You know what I'm saying? So I blame, I, I also blame I, I, the manufacturers. Make it an incentive for these guys to go there and represent your brand. You know, wherever it is, and for motocross nations, let's put some focus into that because we we look. I mean, I don't want, maybe it's a little crude. I'm not the most fanciest talker, but we look stupid. We look stupid. It made us look pretty bad. Yeah, it made us look bad. I I agree. Yeah. You know, and I love Puerto Rico and all of that and helping people out that having a hard time, but let's put some energy into, uh, into, uh, you know, um, our guys here and let's build them up to be the best. And even if they don't win, when you know they're out there and they're battling for that, but at, you know, up front, and you know they put in the effort. You can't say nothing. They no. battled. They went to war, and they tried. Okay, they didn't win, but you know that they put in effort. And I'm not saying these guys don't put in effort. They just may not know where to put the effort in. Yeah. Well, you know what yeah, I'm saying it's it, like it, two it, different disciplines. You got a guy fighting karate up against a guy that does uh, that just boxes. You sure. know what I'm saying? Yeah, you yeah, got yeah. Two different things. No, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, and you're you're right, man. I think you have some good opinions and some good thoughts. Um, executing those thoughts, you know, may be a little difficult because some of these guys don't. They it doesn't you know they just not it doesn't seem to be in their uh, game plan, unfortunately. Well, because they're not promote. Look at the outdoors, bro. I mean, if you've gone to an outdoor race, right? Mm-hmm. And these guys, when you feel that, like I used to go to the track, I used to sit up against the fence. I want to feel the dirt falling on my head when they go by me. And, and, and getting hit in the face with a rocket too. No problem. I love it. I want to feel it. There's nothing like watching these guys go tapped out outdoors on a rough track. Bike is all over the place, and they're holding on to that thing. We need to get back to into to. There's got to be a desire for that. You know, they got to put some money into this thing. You know, they got to make it. You know, I don't know. It, I, other people got to be able to feel with guys like us that appreciate watching an outdoor national or being there, that love or that feeling or that goosebumps you get when yes. these guys are going tapped out. Yep. We got to be able to spread that disease. How do you spread <laughs> the disease? You understand what I'm saying? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. Um, that's the question, man. And hopefully, hopefully at some point we'll figure that out because right now, yeah, the, the outdoor nationals are, are, they seem like they're dying a little bit and, and it's sad. If it dies, bro, that's not that's a, but that's we're in trouble. Yeah, I mean you you need you need uh like I think this thing they're doing with the Supercross making amateur events and all I think that's a good idea because it gives it gives Joe Blow the guy like me 
you know, from Timbuktu, who don't, who's just a sea rider, old man, you know, whatever the case, I get a taste. I get out there on the track. I know I may be in last place, but get what? Well, I got a taste. Yeah. And I get a love for it. You know, how can you appreciate a sport if you don't have a taste? Agreed. You yeah. know, we need to bring them in, the younger kids and all, you know, that let them get a taste. All right, no, not everybody's going to go racing. There's no problem. You know, believe it or not, I I need to practice more than I and then I would do racing because I get more riding time. Mm-hmm. I'm the guy they got to kick out of the track because I want to stay there till I don't want to go home. Right. And then the weekend's over. My riding time's over. Yeah. My wife's like, Jesus Christ, we, 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 I got to go home and feed the dogs. You know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> hold on, honey, one more session. You know right. what I mean? I feel you, man. Well, hey, Gringo, I appreciate you coming on tonight. Um, I could talk to you for hours. We got we got another Pulp Nation guy, Alex Ray, up here in a few minutes. So, again, man, I appreciate you coming on. I, I want to get you on again as the season goes when you're when you're feeling up to it, and we'll talk about how things are going. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, when, are you ever planning on getting, uh, as the podcast grows, are you thinking about getting phone lines where people go call? Yeah, yeah, we're, like we're, we're talking about trying to do all that. It's just a matter of how. Having... I know it's easier said than done, but, but I'm going to tell you right now, if you do that, that's that's gonna you know people being able to call in. Yep. That's gonna really uh, you know people want to call in whether they want to bitch <laughs> or they want to or they want whatever the case may be. It's it's it, it adds to the conversation. Definitely, yeah. It's, you know it, what I mean. We've been talking about it. We're gonna we're gonna start doing some live streaming. We actually had a listener send us a, a webcam, but that's TJ's side of it. He's the the guru with all that kind of stuff, and he's out in uh-huh. he's out in West Texas working in the oil field, and he hasn't been home to do a show in months between working and going to the amateur races with his son. He's just not here. So, but hopefully in, uh, 2019, his schedule is going to be a little more, uh, set and he'll be here and yeah. we're going to do phone lines. We're going to do cameras and streaming and, and try to do that. Yeah, definitely. And another thing before you go, yeah. I'm sorry. I just, no, 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 good. Uh, Cooksy, you had Cooksy on it. Yes, sir. That was good, bro. That was good. You want to know why it was good? Tell me. Because the dude was open. A lot of people, they hide. They got, you know, they have issues or whatever the case may be. They hide it. And they make them, you know, they put out an image out there that everything's all hunky-dory. That's bullshit. That ain't real life. No, you're right. Everybody's got issues. And, you know, I know where he's coming from because I've had my own issues. Still still battle things to this day sometimes. Sure. But that was a good one, bro. That was, that was uh, I'm glad he found, you know, something that worked for him. Yep. Uh, but it was good for him to share, you know, when people share, other people learn from it and you're helping people without even realizing it or noticing it. You know, you don't realize it, but there's one dude out there that's listening and be like, you know what, dude? And they give it a shot and you could change somebody's life. Well, I appreciate it or that. Not. I appreciate that. That, yeah. Cooksy came up and hit me up about that idea and I thought it was fantastic. And I, it means a lot to me that you say that. No, 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 no. It was good, bro, because I'm one of those people, you know, I, I, you, you listen and you can learn something yeah. and, and try it and help somebody out without even knowing it, you know? Absolutely. People need to open up more, stop closing down and trying to hide everything. Be more open. People learn and you're helping people as they learn from you, you well, know what I mean? So that was good. Well, thank you, man. Thank you for being a buddy, and I look forward to uh, getting together with you soon, and we'll definitely get you back on once Supercross starts. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, especially if you have, like, a thing where you're all hanging around bullshit, and, you know, I love all that. You know me, bro, I just want to hear the motocross talk. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Bullshitting around the table, hanging out, and I love that. It yeah. feels like I'm in the, you know, bullshit, you know? Absolutely. there with the guys. Well, all right, man. Thanks, Gringo. You be safe on the road, and I'll talk to you real soon. 
I will, brother. You be good, man. Okay, buddy. Thanks. Peace. See ya. All right, that's Gringo. We love him. He's one of my favorites. Um, we're, we'll be back. we got to get Alex Ray on. All right, we are back, and uh, our you know our last guest was Pulp Nation Gringo, and our next guest is another Pulp Nation hero. He is the number sixty-two of Hep Suzuki's A Ray. What's up, Alex Ray? What's up, bud? Oh, uh, not much, man. Just uh, hanging out after a after a long day of riding, and uh, and uh, yeah, so it's good. Well, how's that going for you, man? I've seen the Instagrams, and uh, Hep's been posting some stuff, and you. How's that How's that team going so far, and how's it riding with uh, the 7 Deuce Deuce every day? Yeah, you know, it's good. Uh, we all work really well together. Uh, the bike is great. Uh, i got great teammates. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's all, it's all good. It's stoked. I'm ready to uh, get the new year started for sure. Yeah, so, you know, look, last year you, you got a fill-in ride with Factory Yamaha. Which I mean had to be amazing. What what did that mean to you as far as just confidence and you know what did you learn from that that you can carry on? Uh, you know, I learned a lot. You know, I learned a lot about just uh, believing in myself. You know, knowing that I'm I'm one of a you know one of the guys now, and you know, seeing that I belong indoors and out. And, uh, and yeah, you know, I, I feel like, uh, you know, that all started in 2017 when Christina Denny, she gave me, uh, this shot at the cycle trader ride, you know, and that was a big accomplishment for me. And then, and then, yeah, you know, leading into the, the outdoors this year with the factory Yamaha thing, you know, unfortunately, mm-hmm. uh, Cooper Webb was hurt, but, uh, but yeah, you know, it was, it was awesome for factory Yamaha to even consider me. And, and yeah, like, uh, it was, it was something that was absolutely amazing you know like everything about it was great and uh something i'll remember for the rest of my life right well i would imagine those few weeks that you were there that there you know like you probably got more testing in or at least learned some more about testing that you hadn't had the opportunity to do before whether it be changing parts and trying a lot of different things was that was that the way it was where you you actually did you did you do a lot of testing with yamaha Yes, I did a lot of testing. Um, so. I didn't do too much before Glen Helen. Mm-hmm. Um, after Glen Helen, I tested a lot, and then even after uh, Cooper came back, I still did a little bit of testing with them, and uh, just uh, and yeah, you know, I rode whenever you know I was I stayed on Yamaha for a good bit um, up until Monster Cup. So right. you know, I worked together with those guys a little bit after that, and, uh, and yeah, you know, it was good. Those guys are really awesome over there. They're really smart, really knowledgeable. You know, uh, they they helped me learn a lot as well. You know, uh, I knew a little bit about bike setup before, and uh, I, you know, they they sort of helped me out with that. And uh, yeah, you know, become a little bit better tester and yeah, and uh, knowing knowing more about my bike now. So, and is it at all disheartening to know that okay, hey, I was you know privateer island forever, and I didn't have any of this. I didn't have these parts instantly and these all these people helping does that kind of kind of is it a little disheartening to know that that gap between those guys the privateer guys that you used to be and the factory guy you were last year that there's such a big gap yeah yeah i mean there's a there's a big big difference between you know just i guess maybe like a satellite team and a factory team you know there's 
it, it's pretty crazy what you know what um, the factory teams can do and and uh, what resources they have and and you know what links they can go to to make someone happy on a dirt bike and make you feel absolutely just comfortable like one with the bike and uh, and yeah you know it's 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 yeah like you said it's pretty big it's a pretty big gap yeah well let's talk about the new team so I mean look. You know, in the shootouts every year, it seems like KTM, Yamaha are the, the bikes that are winning. And in the last few years, Suzuki has not done very well in the shootouts. Um, you know, what do you like about the Suzuki, and, and how do you feel about its ability to go out and be competitive? I I grew up riding Suzukis, and, uh, and you know, like I sort of have, like, you know, that at-home feel mm-hmm. for a Suzuki. Um, the ATP team, you know, they have a really, really good uh, engine – they have a really, really good engine package, and uh, you know, uh, I think you know with uh, with testing a little bit with Olins and everything like that, um, we have a good good setup to where you know I can feel really, really comfortable on the bike, and uh, and yeah, so I think it's going to be good. I like the Suzuki. You know, it was a little bit getting used to uh, yellow fender but uh, <laughs> other than that you know the bike is it's really good it, it handles well and yeah. uh, and we and we have a pretty good setup this year and what is uh, you know what is the expectations for yourself personally and then from the team you know what is Dustin expecting out of you um, you know you know I, I know I'm sure you want to make every main event like is that a goal is that the goal or are you looking hey I want to get top 15 top 10 I'm looking I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at results, you know, like maybe, I mean, like maybe around 10 to 15. That's where, okay. that's where, uh, that's where I hope to be. And, and, you know, that's what, what I'm shooting for. I like that, man. I, and I, I definitely think you're fully capable. We've seen every year you get a little better, a little better, a little more consistent. And as the equipment gets better and, and yeah, I think, I think this is going to be a standout year for you. I, I mean, I really hope it is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Me too. Uh, you know, uh, there's, I mean, pretty much every year, even with my injuries, I've, I've improved every year. So, uh, you know, for me, I just think any, you know, just improve each year and get better and better. I mean, that's all I can really, uh, I can do. And, and, you know, it's like, I mean, I'm putting in the work on and off the bike, you know, I'm, I'm doing as much as I can. You know, I have, I have one of the best trainers I have. You know, I had pretty much everything. You know, I have a great team, mm-hmm. a good trainer, and uh, you know, it's pretty much just up to me to keep uh, keep my head straight, stay focused, and uh, and yeah, just put my head down and right. dig. Well, I want to ask you about you know. Okay, look, you have this um, image of being sketchy. You know, cattywampus. Uh, there's you know, we make jokes about it, and it, I mean, everybody has their moments. Do you feel like you're sketchy when those moments are going on, or do you feel like no, nah, I got this? I mean, there's definitely been some times where I've been like, oh, shit, here we go. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yes and no, I mean, you know, it just sort of depends on, on how how it is. I mean, sometimes you're like, dude, oh, yeah, you got sketchy. I'm like, what do you mean, dude? I just go a little sideways. Like, calm down. Right, right. And there's other times where I'm like, buttholes, puckers, <laughs> you know, like, you know, you freaking just, I'm like, oh, man, I can't believe I, I'm not dead right now. So, right. I mean, <laughs> there's... Yeah, but I mean that that happens to everybody. I feel like yeah, yeah. Everybody everybody has their moments. But do you have somebody like your your trainer or anybody that's kind of working with you? I mean, do you still have Davey helping you out a little bit and kind of saying, "Hey, maybe you should adjust this or try this," you know, or any you know 
anything like that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I still talk to Davey uh, a little bit. You know, I I want to. I mean, every now and then I'll I'll get you know uh, I'll take a video and send it to him and ask him sort of what he thinks and yeah. and, and stuff like that. And uh, you know, I mean, but for the most part, right now I've just been I've been training with Pablo and he's mm-hmm. been writing my programs and stuff. So I've been sort of letting Davey do the uh, stay at home dad part. Right. Right. Know, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and uh, no, no more bikes. Yeah, so I mean, pretty much it's just me and Pablo full time now. Okay, and no no more bikes stolen recently, right? No vans, trucks. Uh, nothing, nothing, no man. I've been keeping my shit locked. <laughs> uh, that's good, man. So, uh, well, dude, I'm I'm uh, I can't wait for a one. I've been I'm actually coming out for that round, so I'm looking forward to it, dude. I lo- I'm really excited about the Hep team, man. I, I love Adam. You know, you're one of my favorites, and hopefully. Uh, there's another guy in Florida that's going to be announced to be signed soon. I've, I've been waiting for that for a couple of weeks. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. I haven't heard. Yeah, I've I've uh, texted with Dustin and this person that we're speaking of, and he, Dustin told me he was going to announce it last week, but it hasn't happened. So we're just kind of waiting, and once it's announced, we'll get him on and we'll talk about it. But I'm very excited about the team, and I, I may not be at any other pit during the day other than yours. Oh, that's good. That's a good <laughs> deal. Hey, that's a good thing to hear. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you I want me hanging we'll around. Have, we'll have some media. <laughs> I'm sure Steve's going to come over. And, I mean, with, hell, with the three of you guys in Subaross at, at, towards the end of the year, I think. I'm sure Steve's going to be over there trying to get some pulp stickers on your helmet. Oh, yeah. We, I still need to discuss that with him, you know, uh, you know, see what his budget's looking like, what you know what we can work out there well what whatever dollar amount he offers tell him that the moto x pod gave you a you know a hundred more okay yeah all right yeah he'll love that one up in. <laughs> tell like that. That we're we're in the running so yeah all right well hey man i know you had somewhere you wanted to get to so we'll just make this kind of yeah, well, quick. i'm actually i'm actually headed to the gym right now oh okay that sounds yeah. that sounds miserable to me i don't want to i want to go eat ice cream not work out <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hear you there. Dark side doesn't work out. He uh he rides for about 30 minutes and he's tired and then he goes home and eats ice cream. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. That's <laughs> that that's sounds like a plan right there. That's one of the things that I talked to a lot of, you know, the guys at your level about that I don't know that I could ever do. I just I'm I'm too picky of an eater and I love my snacks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I love my snacks too, but I try to be as disciplined as I can. Right. Well, yeah, you're you're uh, you dropped a few pounds over last year, you know, and uh, yeah, man, I think you're you're ready for a, a standout year in Supercross. Just no no caddy wampus, hopefully, and let's make every main. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, Alex, man, get your workout in. Thanks for taking a few minutes for us tonight, and uh, we'll see you at a one. All right, sounds good, man. All right, buddy. See ya. Okay, man, I'm going to wrap this thing up. It's kind of a short show tonight. You guys may be happy about that. You may not. Um, pretty good Pretty good show, I think. It, I, I wish we had had a co-host in. It's really nice to have that. But uh, next, no show next week. We'll be back at the, on the 18th. And as if everything goes as planned, DJ TJ will be back in studio. Uh, I want to remind everybody one more time about our giveaways. Power Band Racing has the free suspension revalve. Uh, I will post about that on Instagram. Um, the damn, I'm, I'm slipping here. The Extreme Colors Fly F2 helmet will be giving that away in a couple weeks. Uh, the Fly Racing Kinetic Youth Gear. 
I'm gonna post about all this on Instagram. I'll put it up on uh, Twitter, all that good stuff. Patreon. We've got one more week on the Amsoil Four Stroke Pack through Mad Jack Synthetics and Dane Evans. Appreciate that. Um, so yeah, guys, that's it. Another show down, and we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Thanks. <laughs>